I'm Father Ralph, and you're in the Red Room. Tonight, we're going to hear from Nathaniel Hoyt, senior and member of the Notre Dame Marching Band. Later, we'll hear from John Howe, freshman and member of the Notre Dame Marching Band. And we'll have good news and weather with Nikolai. With my co-host, Bobby Weltner, all of this is happening in the Red Room. Bobby! Father Ralph, it's great to be back, and it's great to see you again. Wow, it's good to be seen. Bobby, it's good to see you. I was afraid that we lost you in New York, that you decided <laughs> yeah. to go for a Dunkin' Coffee and you missed your flight. I know, I know. Well, I almost did miss my flight. Jeez, you know, we had that, that wonderful wedding episode for Kyle Ripp. That's right. And, uh, and and I had an 8 a.m. flight the next morning after that wedding. That's not wise. No, no, it, it was not tough. Not wise. You know, <laughs> I, I had midterms the following week. I needed to get back. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they mean a lot. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, I, uh, I like to take my work seriously. So, yeah, it was it was challenging. It was an early wake up, very early wake up to get over to LaGuardia and fly wow. out. But but I made it. And then, you know, Father Off, it's funny. I This is what, it's been about three weeks since I've been in the Red Room. I thought you forgot about me. Well, you know, I, I could see how you thought that because it's very easy to do. <laughs> Um, but no, uh, we just been living life here, and uh, we just got done with Founders Week, and that was uh, an amazing week. I love Founders Week. Uh, the founders smiled on me and everyone here. We had great weather. We had great events, and it was just one of those. You know, it's one of those things that brings everyone in the hall. You know, like, you know, every rector is always trying to bring people together. You know, someone was asking me today at lunch. You know, you know how many times they have like hall events for their entire hall. And they were thinking of like maybe one or two. And I was like, gosh, you know, every time we turn around, we're doing something, trying to bring everyone together. And of course, Founders Week is the one that does. And I think, you know, of all the different events that we have, I mean, I have there, I, each one I like, uh, but the one that was most memorable this time, uh, we had Chris Scott here for the rededication of the dedication. And it was thankful. Uh, we we're thankful for Chris because it was his generosity that underwrote every uh, dollar of that renovation wow. of the second floor Gregorian. And you know the lounge that it is today, and, and the hangout that it is today, the camaraderie that it fools to, uh, fuels today, um, and the coffee machine that replenishes spirits and gives people that boost. It's all because of him. And and he uh, he said to me, he says, you know, this was a, a big room for me and. And uh, I have a lot of fond memories. And he said I wanted to do something. And wow. So to have someone there, you know, to honor and dedicate, you know, during that dedication and he was responsible for that was really special. We've never been, we've never had that ever in one of our Founders Week. Founders Week. But the other one was, um, I have to say, was the, um, the day in the park. The day in the park, we had absolutely beautiful weather. I even won my bocce game. Um, <laughs> and, and I also showed the kids that uh, this old cat still has a badminton game in him, so watch out. Oh, wow. You know, so, yeah. But anyway, it was That's a great week. wonderful. It was a great week. Um, sorry, you were not forgotten, Bobby. You were not forgotten. But, you know, matter of fact, you were not forgotten because right here I came across something very special, moon pies. And these moon pies, if you notice, they're not, they're not chocolate. They're orange because why? They're pumpkin spice. And I thought, oh, you know who would love those more? Than Bobby Welder, who likes pumpkin <laughs> spice and everything, yeah, to make yeah. it nice. I enjoy some pumpkin spice. I mean, I I said I don't like everything pumpkin spice, but but I appreciate the gesture. That's kind. Okay, so you're just telling me you're gonna throw them away. That's what you're gonna do. Well, you know, maybe I'll take one bite to be polite. <laughs> okay, <then. laughs> yeah, do that, please do. But, but you, you know, folks, you boy, you can't, you can never <laughs> please them here, can no, you? No, but Father, so please, yes. So on yes. the pumpkin spice theme, though. Yes. Now here's something I strongly disagree with. Okay. If you remember, about a week or two ago, I forwarded you an article from my mom, and it was an article about how a pizzeria back in New Jersey, this was in our local newspaper, hmm. they are making a pumpkin spice pizza. Wow. And I just thought, that's a step too far. Yeah. I mean, hey guys, come on, we're, we're New Jersey, right? We already make the best pizza as it is, right? Just plain cheese pies, we make the best. Us in New York City, let's not go spoiling a good thing, Right. And, and putting falling into this pumpkin spice craze, right? We're falling into like this this national, yeah, uh, this national craze of pumpkin spice, and it's just you know let's stick to what we know and what we do well. Let's not 
Let's not fall into the trap that everyone else is falling so into. So let's not try to be like Icarus and fly too close to the pumpkin spice sun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, All right. That's well said. Okay. All right. No, I don't, I don't, I, I can't remember that article, uh, but I'm sure that you sent it to me and uh, I'm sure I gave it a little browse. But, uh, you know, I usually like to stay away from everything pumpkin spice. Um I'm just a, you know, a plain Joe, you know, yeah. whatever you want. But, uh, you know, one thing, you know, one thing that I do do like, uh, and that is tea. I am delving back into tea, folks. Mm-hmm. Black tea. You know, there's nothing wrong. There's so healthy for you. Well, no, what's, what's your brand? Uh, P and G. One time I had another brand, which I shan't name. And my dad said, uh, Ralph, this is weak tea. And I was like, yeah, you're right, Dad, it is. <laughs> so uh, Mom got me hooked on P&G, and I use P&G now. Is P&G and an English brand? I, I think it is. I'm not okay. sure. I mean, it's something. It's a global brand, you know? It sounds delightful. <laughs> mm, that's really good tea. Yeah. I'm out of my Nebraska mug. Do you see that? Look at my yeah. Nebraska mug. See? Yeah. No, is that a Starbucks mug? It is a Starbucks mug. You know, and I don't like to go to Starbucks all that much. But it's, it's but, a you know, nice looking mug. But, you know, I had to get it because it said Nebraska. And there's not too much stuff that says Nebraska. You know, Nebraska, not for everyone, as you know. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny. Back in the seminary, I have a um, a beautiful New Jersey Dunkin' Donuts mug. Oh, yeah. And, and everyone, Were they able to put coffee in it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's of course. What do you mean? Were they able to put well, the last time I saw you, you couldn't get a coffee. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. On a road trip to New York. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to reopen old roads <laughs> yeah, here. you are right? reopening old roads. Well, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway. But, it, but it's funny. Everyone in the house knows uh, that's, I mean, I share the mug, but everyone knows it's my mug. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, you know, you've been on a hiatus here. You know, you've been away. You had midterms. You were studying. Yeah. Are you happy with what came out of all your studying and your yeah, mastery yeah. of the divine? No, everything went well. Everything went well. Mm-hmm. Um, Good midterms week, uh, a nice little week of break, and uh, and this past week, you know, while I was busy, I did get to participate in in Founders Week. Yeah, a I was going to so I was going to bring nice. that up. That yeah, you're nice. now, the shark here. Before we before we jump into that, I, I do want to just say for our listeners, you know, when I was here as an undergrad, we had Founders Week, and I just assumed every dorm must have a week. They must, every dorm must have a week long celebration like us in some way or another, and now I've come to realize that that is not true. A week-long celebration seems like it's a fairly unique thing to St. Ed's. Is, it, is it, that the case? It is. I mean, like, I, I think that other places have a spirit week, but I think that's probably like like a like a red giant running out of hydrogen gas is going to go supernova. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's not much going on there. But our Founders Week, yeah, I mean, there's a, an event going on every darn day. And it's and, all fun events. Uh, yeah. yeah historical. Gets, and, historical, yeah, yeah, really very formative events. It gets, gets the... You know, gets the whole dorm together. So I just want to compliment you on Founders Week and how well put together it is. And uh, and I just want to highlight that for the listeners, how fortunate we are as men of St. Edward's Hall to have have Founders Week because it's not every dorm that has that. No, no. Like, because not every hall has the history and tradition that we do. Now, now also, too, we were graced by your presence, Bobby. Bobby, I was going to bring this up and you alluded to it, but... um, Touting your own horn there, but I'll, oh, here, no. let me let me take over. And, and Bobby, you came and you were our, our our guest speaker for the Order of the Gentleman Dinner and the Founders Week uh, on Tuesday over yeah. the South Dining Hall. You gave a great talk, um, you know, talking about what it means to be a real gentleman, a man, a man of virtue, and and to really kind of like how do you you know bring that about about starting now. And what I heard and walked away from was, you know, it's people who are around you will help you take you to that next level of being uh, a man of God, a man of faith, a man of Notre Dame, and a St. Edward's gentleman. And you kind of reflected on those in your own time here at St. Ed's. And it was very moving. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate the invite. It was wonderful to spend the night with the guys. And like I said, it was, it was very generous of you to invite me to talk. And um, yeah, it was, it was fun to just share a little bit of the lessons that I, you know, I've taken away from my own time as a gentleman um, in undergrad, but then also my experience at work, my experience in the seminary. And yeah, just trying to, to, to make sure that, that uh, you know, you can get lost in all the studies <laughs> and, and the busyness of life as, a, as an undergrad, but, but really a desire to share with all the guys, you know, at, <laughs> at the heart of this journey through Notre Dame is, um, yeah, it's a, it's a journey of better understanding self and better understanding the meaning of life, quite frankly, right? What, what, what are those, um, 
explain this. What, what's what's true north for me as, as I as I as I you know pursue my degree and, and start to think about a career? What are those? Um, you know, what's the meaning and purpose that I hope to get ultimately out of life? Um, and and how can I make sure that I stay true to that throughout? Throughout my throughout my young career, because it can be easy to lose track of that and and uh, lose track of what's important, what's most important. So yeah, we we always say in, in Holy Cross, we're not going to educate the mind at the expense of the heart, and that was kind of the message I was trying to get back to, um, at, you know, during the talk. Well, message received, message received. Yeah. Well, you know what else is well received is that we got guests coming in, and they're here. I think we got to get on with the show. Let's do it. Let's get it on. Get it on. I'm well. I'm ready to go, Bobby, and I'm ready to go because you know why? Because John Howe, our guest is here. John, welcome to Hi. the Red Room. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Is um, it? Yeah, I know it is. I'm All really right. excited. Okay. I can see the excitement. <laughs> Folks, you can't see it, but he's got a big smile. This Texan has got a big smile on big his face. Big Texas smile. I yes. Love it. Now, where are you from in Texas? That's a big state, you know. So, I'm from Bernie, Texas. It's pr- it's uh, spelled B-O-E-R-N-E. But of course. It's Bernie. It's German. It's German. Um, it's about 45 minutes west of San Antonio. So, okay. it's pretty small, but... Um, we, we're still on the I-10, so we, we, we're still pretty, you know, you can connected, take a drive. You can t- you're connected to the world. We're connected, yes, we're connected. <laughs> now, coming from Texas, how did you choose Notre Dame? Um, so, when I was applying to colleges, I wanted to, like, get some places that were up north. Because, like, for me, I wanted to see the world. Like, I, I didn't want to stay in Texas my entire life. I was like, oh, I want to, like, you know, go somewhere where the seasons change. Because in mm. Texas, we don't, like, for instance, right now, we have all the colors in the trees. Like, we don't get any of that. Oh, wow. Because yeah, sure. oh. all the trees are different because it's like the climate's different mm-hmm. and everything. So um, I definitely wanted to like branch out and like, you know, see like, you know, what other parts of the United States are like. And um, for me, I'm also Catholic um, and my community is, is very Catholic. So I was like, I wanted to go to a Catholic school. And so like Notre Dame is like, you know, one of the premier Catholic schools on the uh, like in the United States. And I was like. I would definitely, and I took a tour here, and I loved it, and I was like, I totally would like to come here. Wow! If I got in. Well, you know, you know, they always say of Northwest Indiana, Bobby, America's playground. <laughs> America's playground. <laughs> right no, after funny. Toledo. I'm, I'm having a flashback to uh, to our guest from Ireland, who's who's here for law school this semester. Yes. And I remember Marcus. Marcus. I remember when he when, when I asked him why he came to Notre Dame, he said, "Well, I wanted to see the world." So here we go. We got one guy coming from Ireland who wants to see the world. We got a guy coming from Texas who wants to see the world. Wow. And where did they land? Northwest Indiana. Well, you know know what the nickname of Indiana is? Crossroads of America. Well, now it's not just America, but also the world. Crossroads of the world. All right. All right. We we, we can talk about Texas all day long and all these crossroads. And, Bobby, I know you're you're eyeing your your moon pies. pies. (laughs) But we got to get on with this interview. John, if I hear correctly... You're a member of the Notre Dame Marching Band. That's correct. Now, what instrument do you play? I play the tuba. Oh, now, we wait, wait, Bobby, we know this is a scam. We know this is a scam. Yeah, yeah. what do you really play? I play the bass. Okay, okay, because um, we heard the other guy played... The sousaphone. sousaphone. That's yeah. technically, that's the name of the instrument. Yes. However, we, like, Nicholas. always, we address ourselves as basses. Basis. Because back in the olden days, tubas were called basses. And so sousaphones, when they were invented, were also called basses. Okay. Because we played the bass line. Okay. Mm. Okay. So you're a sousaphone player yes. slash basses. Yes. So how did you get into that? You just say, one day, mom and dad, I want to be a bassist? Well, um, it all started back in sixth grade when I wanted to try out for band. Yeah. So the way that uh, like band auditions would work is that like you'd go sit down with a band director and like they'd like um, you know give you a couple mouthpieces of certain instruments. See like you know can you make a sound on an instrument that has a wooden reed? Can mm. you make a sound on an instrument that has a small mouthpiece, a big mm. mouthpiece? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for me. I was more easily able to produce a sound on a tuba mouthpiece. Wow. So my band director was like, you would be a great tuba player. Wow. And I was like, you know, sixth, year, sixth grade me, I didn't, you know, I was like, sure. Like, I didn't, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. But um, and that's kind of how I started band. So, like, ever since sixth grade, I've been playing the tuba. Wow, and you're, you're I, a tubist. Yes. 
That's and really then, interesting, actually. And, yeah, and then I, in, um, we, we play, so middle school, like, you know, 6th through 8th grade, I would play, like, the concert tuba. And then in high school, that's when we marching band. A concert tuba, is that, like, a more fancy-looking tuba? It's a fan, yeah. It's like, like a, fan, it's like a tuxedo? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's, a, it's like a tuba on, uh, like, in a, in a three-piece suit, <laughs> you could say. So, um, and then high school rolls around, and that's, like, you know, the high school has a marching band. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. then, you know, when you're marching, you play the sousaphone. Uh, so since I had already played, the sousaphone is the equivalent of a tuba. So since I've already played for, you know, three or four years, like I was just like, you know, kind of rolled in and picked it up and started playing it. Wow. So, and then I'd played through all throughout high school. So like coming here and, you know, playing the sousaphone was something that was just like natural to me. It's like my home, my home base. So like when everything else was changing, Literally. band, band was not changing. Band was your one constant. Yeah. Like gravity. <laughs> That's really interesting. I always just assumed you kind of looked at the range of instruments and say, ah, that one looks the coolest. I want to play that one. Well, um, you know, but this is actually sounds like there's something to it. You know, like mm-hmm. what quality sound can you can you produce when you when you blow into the instrument? Yeah. Um, so it, it varies between certain like school districts and certain band directors. Like I know, like you know, depending on where you come from, a band director might be like, you know, if you want to play this instrument, you can, but you might be more successful if you play this specific instrument. So it's a matter of like, you know, you could, you know, if I wanted to, I could play the trumpet, but would I be able to produce a good sound on it as if I played the tuba? So. I bet that's an education for a lot of our listeners. I think maybe, so maybe too. just I, for me, but but that's really interesting. I've never uh, heard that before. I think I think I my niece Isabella did that or Matthias mm-hmm. uh, in in his elementary school they were they had a band day and he and they had all these instruments they could try out and he went to drums to the horror of his mom. <laughs> like why couldn't he be like everyone else in the family and play the clarinet? You know? <laughs> no, he went for drums. Now Okay, so you come to Notre Dame, you, you leave Texas, you come see the world here and come to northern Indiana, <laughs> you bring you bring your, your tuba, your sousaphone. So we don't actually bring it. So you don't. This, uh, Notre Dame uh, so wonderfully provides all of the instruments. Get out. Yeah, so I just showed up here with um, my mouthpiece one day. And they're like, you know, um, on the first day of auditions, they gave me a case in a locker. And they're like, congratulations, this is the instrument you'll be playing. Wow. Wow. For your auditions. Wow. And I was like, okay. Now, now, now does, does, that, does that tuba have like a, a lineage? Does it write, do they write down every name of the other people who've had it? They don't. But there is the name of the person who donated it. Oh. So on the side of the case, there's a little plate. And it says, this instrument was donated by... Like that person. Wow. Mm. So and all and all of the um, the instruments that we have are relatively new. Yeah. So like you know it's really nice. Like the horns that we play on are very. Um, it, it's nice to play on a nice horn. Wow. That's could sure. could I like donate a triangle? Um. Yes, you could theoretically. Okay. Wow. Everything is donated. Even those little piccolos. Yeah. You can go in. You can go and talk to the band and be like, "All right, like you know, if you want to donate this instrument, it would be wow. you know this amount of money." Wow, the Reverend Ralph Haig, CSB, <laughs> trying. Or and I'll put you. I'll do a pan flute. Too. A pan, pan flute. flute. Yes. Wow. Wow. That you know, I, but I kind of like your idea of maybe getting like a little note card to post inside the box with the the list of of former players. That yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Now you know what else I like. Is that this guy got to go to the Shamrock series, got to go to Vegas. That's yeah, correct. as yeah. a freshman tuba player, we unleashed him in Vegas. Oh, tell us everything. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. We're among wait, friends. Wait, wait. Can he tell us everything? Yes. Isn't there isn't there some type of saying what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? <laughs> yes, there there is, Bobby, but you know, we're in the red room and you're among friends. <laughs> okay. And there are, there are no secrets among right. friends. <laughs> sure. <All right. laughs> John, how, so, was, how was Vegas? Yeah. So it was um, the second that I stepped off the plane and the second that we walked out of uh, Las Vegas airport, you could tell that something was different about this place. <laughs> you could immediately... You don't was, say. The first thing that I noticed when I walked into <laughs> Vegas was how it smelled of cigarette smoke. Get out. Really. I was like, wow. It smelled, it smelled like... Uh, like just like hundreds of people have been smoking and I was like well this is really weird like it was really like something completely different for me and like you know you walk out of the airport and there's limousines lined up the sides wow waiting for like VIPs you, you. Not, uh, not for us we got we had a very big bus okay. for everyone on our flight 
the, the, and it had the internet, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So we were, we were connected to the world. <laughs> it was weird because the band flew to Vegas on like nine separate flights. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So I was on all commercial flights. Yes, commercial mm-hmm. flights. So no like, wonder why the flights were all booked up and so expensive. Yeah, really. <laughs> God, charter a plane. I would have like assumed that. they chartered a flight for that. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was fun though because I got to sit next to people who like you know regular ordinary travelers who were like, <laughs> you know, why are you walking onto the plane with a band uniform that has a giant ND on the back of it? Well, so you had, wait, you had to wear your own uniform? <laughs> no, we had we got to carry it. So oh. our uniforms, we have a, a uniform bag that we put our uniforms into, yeah. and it's like you know it has like air holes, and it's like it's you know slightly opaque, mm-hmm. and you know just like something so that you know if you can lay your uniform down, like you know you don't spill a cup of coffee on it or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And so like you know we put our we we would put our uh, suitcases you know in the baggage claim, and that we you know those would be on the bottom of the plane, but we'd carry on our uniforms. Mm-hmm. Of course, so yes, yes. Some people were uh, like you know folded their uniforms, put them in a different bags. So, you know, out of sight. But most of us put them in uniform bags and carried them onto the plane. Mm-hmm. So it was really, it was really interesting when you'd walk onto the plane and you know you have your, you're holding your uniform, you're holding your uniform bag, and like people just like stare at you, like what are you holding? And it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm in a marching band. They're like, oh, well, marching band. I'm like, oh, I'm in the Notre Dame marching band. They're like, oh, that's so cool. So it's a great conversation starter. Mm. If, so you're looking to make plane if you're looking to make plane friends. I'm never looking to make plane oh, friends. I, I made a plane lot of friends, plane Father friends. Father Alf. I love plane friends. Oh, God, no. John, well done. Yeah. Proud of you. Yeah. Well, okay, so you got to Vegas, you yes. get there, and now you're there with all the band, and there's like, how many people are in the band again? Uh, about 380. Okay, 380, and a lot of it's just a bunch of percussion and a lot of brass. So... Mm, no, no, we'll keep going. Go so... I want a lot of brass. Yes. There's a lot of brass. Yes. And a lot of percussion in there, too. There's a woodwind. I just find a little little lopsided. But anyway, that's beside the point. But I got to dig in. Now, (laughs) you got to there, and now you you got free time in Vegas. So you guys were just like... Unleashed onto the strip, you know. Wow. You know, here's twenty bucks. Go better on black, you know. And uh, by the way, come back for dinner. <laughs> well, you see, the way that would work is that, like, we when you eventually got to the hotel, like, you know, we had like certain. There were certain, like, you know, things we had to be there for, like, you know, maybe like a check in, you know, get our get our room key. But mm. then after that, yes. It was off to the races. Oh. So I, that night we were there. We we're like, well, you know, it's it's like seven thirty. Let's go walk down the strip. Like, you know, why not? What everyone does. The of promenade. Course, of course, yeah. The promenade. Yeah, why not? And so um, that night that we got there and the day after, we had that entire day to ourselves. Except for the morning, which we had a little rehearsal at one of the local high schools. Mm-hmm. So we just had like a little like band rehearsal the, the day after traveling just to make sure everything was in order and like, you know. No one had forgotten where they were going. Gotcha. But otherwise, yes, we were off to the races. To the, and, and there were no, like, uh, online classes for you guys. No, no. We, so, so we had no classes, yeah. no nothing. No online. I love that. No online, Bobby. That's great. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. No, so I assume this was your first experience in Vegas, Yes. Right? I'd never been to Vegas before. Did, was it more than you expected? Less than yes, you expected? Yes, it was more. <laughs> it was more. <laughs> no, I always thought, I wanted to go back to, to the landing in Vegas. Did you happen to have a window seat or anything like that? Yes. So, so like, I, when we drove into Vegas, it was, like, lights. Exactly. Like, I just remember, so we drove past the stadium first, and I was like, that's a huge stadium. It looks like a giant fishbowl. And then we got to, like, we started getting closer to the strip, because we're staying at the Luxor. Oh. The giant pyramid yeah. with the Sphinx on it. So... I remember, like, as we're pulling in, and you just see, like, these crazy buildings. Like, you see the Excalibur. You see the MGM Grand. You see, like, all these huge buildings. You see New York, New York. And you see, like, this giant pyramid. And you're just like, what world am I living in? Like, I was like, am I, like, dreaming? It did look completely, like, foreign. Like, I had never seen anything like that. I'd never seen, like, this ran- – like, there's, like, this random city in the middle of nowhere. And there's, like – weird like castles stay like on on some of the streets there's like these huge buildings and all these flashing lights and there's a roller coaster coming out of one of the buildings like you're like <laughs> what is going on <laughs> so i like for the first for the first like couple of hours i was just in kind of bewilderment at just like the sheer amount of of things that are going on. There was a lot of things happening. Mm. So it was it was almost like a sensory overload. Mm, and yeah. then like, you know, once you get settled down, you're like, oh, let's, you know, 
and you start like you know paying attention like seeing what's going on looking at all the little things happening in and around vegas mm-hmm. so um but yeah like the atmosphere was something that was just completely new to me well talk, talk about atmosphere how was the atmosphere of the game because usually you know everyone who goes out for these things the shamrock series or a championship game, you know, it has great atmosphere up until the day of the game. <laughs> and then the game starts, and like, why did we do this? And the number of times I always say to myself, Bobby, I'm never doing this again. I'm never, uh, too many times. But tell us, how was the atmosphere at the game? Um, it was it was electric. And, like, from the very first play, it was um, definitely, it was definitely, a bit more energized than I would say a home stadium would be. Mm-hmm. I think that was just because it was the Shamrock series. Because usually, like, you know, when we get into the stadium on a home game, we're around the student section. Like, the band play, the band, wherever the band is, it's, it's very close in and around the student section. So we feel a lot of the, like, the excitement that the students have. But, like, having the, ex- like, where we were in the stadium, having the excitement of, like, so many Irish fans around us, it was just, um, almost like overwhelming it was so much more than i had originally thought i was like you know i originally i was walking in with the mindset it's like oh like you know when, there's not gonna be very many students there like you yeah. know they're gonna they're gonna bring the excitement so and it, they did so it was a full stadium it was a full stadium now yeah. now, now we were close to utah now were there a lot of byu fans oh yeah there? a so, lot of cougars um on the opposite side of the stadium from us there was in the upper section it was just like a sea of blue and white there was, like, several sections where they were just packed with BYU fans. And uh, directly across from us on the stadium, like, di- like, if you were to draw a diagonal line to the opposite end of the stadium, there was the BYU marching band. Oh, so, oh, wow. So it was, like, a volley back and forth. Like, you were exchanging yeah. musical broadsides. Almost, yes, yeah. you could say that. Wow. But it was really cool because we actually got to meet them. You did? Now, I, you know, wait, this was BYU. I remember, remember Utah came, Bobby. Were you here when Utah came? Utah uh, came to Notre Dame, and, they, and their band... Looked like a detachment of the Salvation Army. Uh, it looked really like a military band. It was weird, you know. Huh. And they're going to ask me for like quarters and nickels for the red pot. But uh, anyway, no. I so you guys were kind of go. You got to meet them, and you yeah. got. Yeah. So uh, when they walked into the stadium, we're like, oh, let's let's go over, and you know, let's go say hi. Let's see if what you know what they're like. And so uh, me, I'm in the ba- I'm in the tuba section, the bass section. We walk over to the other end of the stadium, and we walk down. And, you know, they're just setting up and everything. And, like, we all introduce ourselves. We're like, oh, hey, we're from the Notre Dame, like, marching band. Like, oh, like, that's cool. Like, you know, we, we play tuba in the BYU band. So we're, we're talking with the other teams, like, tuba section. I see. Building bridges. Yes, building bridges. And we also, in addition to that, we brought them a gift. Oh, you did? So we brought oh. a little foam football, Notre Dame football, and we all signed it individually, everyone in the tuba oh. section. And we gave it to them. Wow, as a piece, as offering. a piece, yeah. exactly. Wow, really wow. Nice. because the things, the things with with marching bands, it's slightly different from from football teams. Is that marching bands always get along? I have never seen a feud between marching bands. Okay, no, that's I, kind of disappointing. I wanted to hear about rivalry, Bobby. I, I, I to hear well, yeah, I know it, but yeah, Bobby wants to hear smash and grab and all that <laughs> stuff. But wait, wait, I got it. You said all bands get along. What about the Ohio State band? Yeah, we don't, oh, we don't get was, along with all bands. Yeah, the well, band. we did have. To play louder than them, ah. yeah. So then I, I feel like we we shut out the Ohio State marching band in their own stadium. Wow. Now, oh, say, wait. So you went to Ohio State? No, I did not go. But okay. I, um, you were I know people. You know, yeah, people. vicariously because all um, upperclassmen went. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want to take the newbies. No, yeah. they they said to us that's like, oh, we we don't want this to be your first game that you mm. experience. And then Bobby, they gave us. Bobby would have thrown you to the wolves. No, Bobby won. I had to go. I want to hear. I want to hear music, and I want to see blood. No, no, no. It sounds like an opera, you know. No, it's just more fun to think about band rivalry. Mm. You know. Yeah. Really? I, I, yeah. <laughs> don't they have? Isn't there a movie or something about marching bands from high school? Ah, oh, there's Drumline. Drumline, yeah. That's a good movie about band rivalry. Yeah. yeah. So the the real rivalry rivalry I would say happens on, on the field during half times when you play louder than them. Mm. So okay. I feel like you know we definitely showed the BYU marching band that we're the force to be reckoned with on the field because we played because there's just so many of us like we just like filled the stadium up with sound. 
Because, like, you know, when they got... Their, their, their band's about half the size of ours. About 200. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they all, like, you know, march onto the field. They're all little pristine uniforms. And they, like... They, they played a Top Gun show. That was their halftime show. Mm-hmm. So, personally, I thought I was a bit annoyed because they stole our idea from two weeks ago. Because when we played um, Cal, we played... A half t- we played a halftime show over Top Gun, mm. and so like you know one of the one of the we call them sets mm-hmm. or like a drill. Mm-hmm. Um, when, like when we make formations on the field, one of our sets was that we'd form like a fighter jet and march across the field, and that would be like oh the the jet is flying right. Well, the BYU man did the exact same thing. Wow. Mm. Well, so I was like oh I feel mm. like they're stealing our show. But feel like yeah, sh- see, keep running. With so that, that was my keep running. With imitation, that. imitation. It sounds like it sounds like there is some. <laughs> some uh, some animosity. Bobby, you're, like an agent, you're an agent provocateur, Bobby. <laughs> you know, uh, imitation is isn't that the highest form of flattery? I think so. I I, I think that they, they they know they're beat. They know they're outgunned by this other ooh, top ooh. gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're just paying. You know, they're they're just showing like, look, we're trying to imitate you, and this is the best we can do. <laughs> yeah, is imitation. I thought it was we don't have things. one bit of creativity in our body <laughs> <laughs> to do anything. So uh, I, I what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing, Poppy, is this kid likes his Shamrock series. Yeah, yeah, and, and now tell us. Where the next Shamrock series will take you? Uh, we're going to be going to Ireland. Oh, yeah, get out! So, when? Uh, we will be going, uh, so next academic year, that first week of school. Wow. Uh, so we will be leaving that Thursday, I believe. Well, mm. I want you to know I carry bags. Bobby and I both carry bags really well, and uh, we speak the language. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm starting to realize here, Father Alf, that when he said that he wanted to see the world, he didn't want to see Indiana. He just wanted to use Notre Dame and its band resources to see the world. That's right. Right? So it's yeah. just, you know, yeah. we're just a stepping stone yeah. for him to actually see the world. The Notre Dame band does a lot of traveling. Yeah. So, like, for instance, for our concert band tour, um, we will be going to Spain and Portugal. Ooh. Uh, just around, like, the commencement time. So just around graduation of next year. Mm. Wow. So there's a lot on our 2023 plate. or 2024? Uh, 2023. Oh, wow. So, oh. Yeah. Wow. Is that an annual trip you guys do? Uh, usually, what we, we try to go international every year. Like, a, a, send a concert band to go play some international place or to some very big, of like, notable place in the United States every year. So, for instance, the Notre Dame uh, band has gone to Australia, gone to China, we've gone to Carnegie Hall. Um, we've gone to a lot of places. Wow. No, it's cool. Wow, that's pretty so, cool. Well, if, if you can't get us to go along with you, send a postcard. Okay. Yeah. I'll bring home yeah, a souvenir. Yeah, do, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one last question because we, we got to watch our time here because we could keep talking to you all day long. <laughs> I got to ask, when you are not traveling with the, the team, like you didn't go to the Syracuse game, you know, do you do you get you know, like you, do you get antsy watching the game like at halftime like I should be doing something? Yeah, like you want to get out and you 100%. start. All of a sudden, do you find yourself doing your moves? Well, I don't find myself doing my moves. Bands, I definitely you, maybe your da- your band dance moves. Um, I did I did actually do that down the hall because <laughs> what we do when we when we march out is we do like a little trot like we yeah. do like a half march half run. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna trot back to my room to go watch the game. Ha ha ha. But no, for it is it is weird like sitting down and like watching the game and not having anything else to do because usually like you know I'm like watching the game, playing music, watching the game, playing music, watching the, like it's a very like doing. You're doing all, there's a lot of like you're you're doing a lot of things all the time. So it's weird to just like sit down and kind of like stare at a screen and be like, "Oh, this is how the game is going." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Like I you know, I don't I don't know if I could enjoy the game from the student section after being in the band. Like, being in the marching band and watching the game is a completely different experience from being a student watching the game. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We have a, we have a guy in the seminary who's a... Uh, he graduated from Notre Dame. He, was, um, he didn't live in the undergraduate seminary. He lived in one of the dorms, and he was in the band, and now he's, now he's in our student section of the seminary, and he does all the same like, little band cheers yeah. that, you guys, that you guys do as a group, and um, it's both fun... It's a little annoying. He's pretty loud. <laughs> He's pretty loud during the game, but uh, but he like brings a lot of energy to this section. A lot of energy. Yeah, no. When when you're doing those chants as a band, it's iconic. 
And, yeah. you know, like one of the first things we learn as a freshman when you go to the football games is like, you know, what, what do you do when the drum line plays this cadence? Like, you know, what, what, what are we going to say? What are we going to dance to? So very, like, you know, it becomes ingrained in you. Yeah. And so like, you know, when you hear it again, you're just like, oh, I know how this goes. I, you know, and you're proud of it. Cause it's like, you know, it brings you back to the times when like you and, you know, all f- 379 of your best friends are yeah. sitting around and doing the exact same dance. No, it's really cool. It's really cool. And we do have the best band in the country. I mean, really, it's uh, you guys bring a lot of joy to everyone's day. So it's awesome. That's the best part about band is like being performer for, for everyone else, yeah. I would say. So I like it, it brings me so much joy to like know that people enjoy the band. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it absolutely. feels like you feel appreciated. No, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's just as a kid, I, I, you know, I would get so excited for the games the second I heard the band, you know, on game day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, big supporter. Well, indeed, he, indeed you are. Indeed we all are. And thank you, John, for coming and gracing us with your presence here in the Red Room. Of course. Thank you, John. Yeah, John, thank you. Well, Bobby, don't you like that, John? Yeah, John, he's a great freshman addition to the band and a yeah. great addition to the hall. Indeed, there's no doubt about that. And I forgot to ask him, and I'll have to ask him next time, are the stars... Big and bright in Texas. Oh, I imagine they have to be, but yeah. Uh, I'd be interested to know, you know, are yeah. they bigger or brighter? Bigger and brighter than the, the Las Vegas Strip. Well, you know, I don't think it has to be either or. I think it can be both and. It can be both and. But anyway, I don't want to get into a debate on that. But I, I think it's time to get on to our next guest. Our next guest is none other than senior and South Carolinian Nathaniel Hoyt. Hyatt. Yes. Hyatt. <laughs> I said Hyatt. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Don't worry, Nathaniel. Father Ralph never gets the last name right. You know what, Bobby? Maybe I do it on purpose. It's, it's always a nice, little, it's a nice little thing to talk about, chit-chat. But anyway, Nathaniel, we're not here to talk, debate names. We're here to talk about you. You're a part of the band. And I love it. And you've been a member of the band for the last four years. And a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you just went to your last Shamrock series game. Yeah, sadly. At least last in the band, but... Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Do you know... I like it. I don't know. I like do you, a lifelong fan. Yeah, do you ever really leave the band? Is that something that happens? No, you always come back and you watch them do the little march-outs from the dome to practice, or you watch them and you actually stay afterward to watch the post-game performance. Even in, like, the losses this year, all the band alumni that have come back have stayed for us to play, which so, has been and, really awesome. And do you, do you offer, like, criticisms? You Do you take notes and say, hey... You know, tuba player, you kind of messed up this. May I suggest that you trot this way? You what, know? what you really do is we're supposed to be very, like, stone-faced walking to the stadium. So the alumni, they really try to make us break and laugh <laughs> and like, just look at them. So that's what the fun part of being an alumni is in the band. Well, that's a good question. Yeah. Has any alumni ever made you laugh? Not me. I'm, I got thousand yards stare on. I'm oh, in the zone. You're in the zone. Day. Okay, okay. I'm always impressed by how well they do with their, their thousand yard stares and their, oh. you know, and their, their serious demeanors. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. We've got to ask the question, what instrument do you play? I play the trombone player. I'm a trombone player in oh. the band. I've been playing the trombone now for over half my life, which wow. is kind of crazy. Wow. Now, is there? A, do you, you really are a trombone player, not like a faux tramp, tramp, tramp trombone player? Because we were talking yeah, to people yeah. who play the tuba. Exactly. Yeah. The tuba, but it's really the sousaphone. And, and there's the bass. And, and it's weird. They don't want to self-identify as sousaphone players. They yeah. don't want to <laughs> identify as tuba players. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. I don't That's know. another question. But... I'm trombone through and through, but this year, me and some of my friends are actually learning the euphonium in a, one of the concert bands on campus. Okay, so that's so a little different. The euphonium? Yeah, it's like a small tuba, so it uses the same mouthpiece, but it uses the Is fingers. it a small tuba or a small sousaphone? It's a small tuba. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't wear it. <laughs> okay. I thought it was an instrument from Star Trek, you know, <laughs> yeah. played on Vulcan by uh, Spock. Of course. Uh, so what, it's called the, what's it called? The euphonium or the baritone, yeah. <laughs> But I like the trombone better, okay. but we were just kind of... We were branching out. completely messing with us. We have no idea. We have no idea. We have no idea. Now, tell us, how did you say, hey, Mom, I want to play the trombone? You know, how did you break the news? They, actually, my mom was a trombone player. She played, oh. she played the flute her first two years in high school and then swapped to the trombone. And one of her funny stories is one of her friends was not like, I didn't have long enough arms to play the trombone, <laughs> like tied string to her finger to reach the seventh position in order to, and then pull it back in to play. So she was a trombone and flute player. My dad was a sousaphone or a tuba player in high school. So I come from a, a line of people who play music. Oh, musical cool. people. Oh, yeah. Musical family, musicals. Mm-hmm. Wow. And now, how many are there in your family? 
So there's my two parents, and then me, my twin brother, Daniel, and my older brother, Davey. And we all played music in middle school, but I'm the only one who kept going now into college. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Now, now, let's go back. I know it's long, got to look way back there in the bidets because you're a senior. <laughs> but, you know, how, how did you, do you remember the day that you were entered the band? Like, hey, you're a member of the band. How do, how do you remember that day? What was it like? The, the very first day of band camp, we do the same march outs we do on game days, kind of, but we march from the band building to the band fields for our first day of practice, and we do all the same game day cheers and like game day swing out our arms and stuff, mm-hmm. and you're just so confused. I didn't even know the music at that point, so they would start playing, and I would just be holding my horn up there, like trying to look and see what people were doing. So you really feel like, oh man, this is a lot that they learn, and then by the first game, you know it all. Wow. So that's when you really feel like, yeah, yeah I'm a part of this, and then keep yeah. going four years. But but when did they break the news to you? Like you're a member of the band, like you're in, because like you had to try out for the band. You I mean, to, like you, yeah. you didn't like walk in. I mean, Notre Correct. Dame is like, oh, everyone's a member of the band, you know. <laughs> everyone's a valedictorian, you know. Everyone's straight A student, you know. So how did you learn that? Did they did they send you like a telegram or a candy gram or you know something, or did they come to your door and knock and say, hey, sign here. So back in the day, my freshman year, they just posted a list in the band building. Everyone had to go over there. But then this year, actually, they just sent everyone an email, which is a lot less hmm. stressful, I guess, but also less, you can all be there. And like My freshman year, we went over there. All the seniors were there to congratulate us for making it into the band. And this year, they just sent everyone an email. Wow. Just, okay. That's well, fun. <laughs> Bobby, I know you want to answer this question. I can see this. What happens if you went over there and you didn't make it? <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's gonna be funny. That's yeah. a flat note. Yeah. yeah, luckily it was none of my friends my year, so all the people who auditioned with me made it in, which is pretty good. At least on the trombone, so we were all just very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I I tried out for the Irish Guard. Yeah, um, my sophomore year, and this is back before the days. You know, now it's you have to be in the band for at least a year or two, right? Correct. Yeah. Try out for the Irish Guard. Back in the day. You didn't need to do that. And as a six foot four guy, I figured, well, Irish Guard would be pretty fun to participate in. So I yep. tried out my sophomore year. Um, I got a merciful email letting uh, me know that I had not made the not Irish Guard. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's a I'm big glad, letdown. I'm, I'm just thinking, my, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I didn't have to walk over to the yeah. band building <laughs> yeah. and, and hold my head down. Right. Yeah, you know, looking at the list. But yeah, yeah, thanks, right. but no thanks, thanks Bobby. Bobby. You know. Wow. It's providential, though. Yeah, I mean, indeed. I ended up having a lot of fun on football weekends. Yeah, so. and we got you here as a member of the staff. That's true. So, yeah, hey. so. yeah, well, okay. Now, you just came back from Vegas. Right. Did you bet on black? I bet on black. Actually, a really fun story is my friend Josiah, who was a former Stedsman now off campus, he gave me $100. He was like, Nathaniel, bet this one bet, put it on black. And so very last thing I did in Vegas was I sat down at one of the high money tables. I got one $100 chip. I put it on black. They spun that wheel. It landed on black. I took that second chip, and we cashed out. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, Josiah, you somehow, against all odds, won more money than I did, and I was there physically. (laughs) That was crazy. (laughs) But Uh, he knew knew how to play. (laughs) Well, tell us a memory from the game. Because, I mean, I'm sure there's so much, you know, things you saw on the strip, you know, funny stories here and there. But what's one thing that you walk away from, you know, with that, you know, Shamrock Series game besides the win. Yes, and the game itself was just, I mean, it was, it was good for us. We actually saw the team, like, playing the way we wanted to. But really, and still my favorite part of the game was right at the end when the team comes over, we played the alma mater. Just, I mean, coming off before then, we hadn't been doing so good. But then the whole team was actually, like, happy and excited. All our fans were there and excited. And it makes it much more fun to play the victory march, play the alma mater at the end, and everyone's... Everyone's like excited to be there. Mm. That's great. Mm, mm, mm. It's a good moment. Yeah. Well, you know, I had a moment that I'm not going to forget for a very long time. I recently ran in and got to meet Dr. Ken Dye. You did? I <laughs> did. Guess. Wow. I guess. That was your first time meeting him? No, I met him oh. once before, but I haven't seen him since. And yeah. Dr. Dye and I had a, you know, maybe not the smoothest meeting the last time. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke and he took it the wrong way. And, you know, it was just a miscommunication and, you know, and we just kind of like never saw each other until we were at a Notre Dame residence life function this week. We were sitting at the same table and I I went over, I made peace, you know, reintroduced myself and, you know, gave my admiration for him Uh, and the band because the band is what keeps me there. Now, I got to ask and I asked him 
And he said, really, I let the kids figure it out. Band dancing. We need more band dancing. I, I'm fully on you. I'm actually on the dance committee of the band. So oh, my God. I, the, dan- the dances you saw this year on the field, I was part of the team that wrote those dances. Fantastic. Well, folks, you don't know. Maybe you don't know. But sometimes during the show, the halftime show, the band will actually put their instruments down and they will do a little dance. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like makes everyone go crazy. We go gaga, you know, for it. <laughs> Bad romance, Lady Gaga. We did a kick line. Everyone went wild. That was amazing. <laughs> I tell you, you've got to figure out how to get more band dancing. Oh, I'm get, with you get, You know what? When in doubt, dance it out. True. That's what I say because we tell you, that's how we're going to keep people in the stands. Yes. Yeah. When in doubt, dance it out. Dance yeah. It. I'm trying to remember. We had a guest on before where we talked about band dancing. And I, we, we were saying, who, how is it decided who gets to dance? Well, now we figured well, out. I mean, we got, well, the, he, he we got gets, the committee member right we here. Got the, well, we, got, we got the head honcho, but yeah. I... <laughs> But if I remember correctly, it was like they decide, like your instrument maybe dictates it, like a tuba. Yeah, whoever's just not playing that Yeah, I don't think, we're talking to Nicholas. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Nicholas, yeah. yeah. So it's the tubas and the drums actually play. Everyone else dances. So we all have to have a couple of dance moves. But we write write choreography that everyone we think can do. And Mm -hmm. everyone just, everyone loves it, even in the band. Wow. I always push for more band dances too, so I'm with you 100% there. Wow. Okay, now... Has there has there been any song like they proposed and you said absolutely not? We're not going to do that song. Honestly, no. They they tell us the song and Kendai he's a really good arranger, so we we do it every time. But now some of my favorite songs, at least this year, was our, our Top Gun show. That one was amazing. They arranged for Great Balls of Fire, mm-hmm. just awesome. So yeah. and he just died too. He, he did. Yeah, he I just, just died. I saw that. Yeah. But I'm glad we could play his music while yeah. he's with us. Well, you know what I would love to do? I would love to come to the band, and I would love to talk about how important you are, and how important band dancing is, um, because the market is up the next Monday. <laughs> you say uh, that every time. Endow- I know it's true. <laughs> I had I had I had quantitative data. Uh, that actually proved it and showed it. Um, but, you know, I stopped doing that. But maybe one day, maybe now since we've made peace with Dr. Die, maybe <laughs> I might get invited back uh, to come address the band and, and, and talk about how important you are. Oh, yeah. Now, let me ask, you know, speaking of how important you are, I, I don't want to be a doctor here reopening old wounds, but your twin brother, yep. <laughs> he didn't come to Northwest Indiana to see the world. He <laughs> stayed down in South Carolina and he went to Clemson. Right, he did. I, he stayed back home. Technically, I left home, but we all we both had so many options, and he just wanted to go. And he go wanted to go to Clemson. Home. And now I tell you, brother against brother, once you again, yes. Coming up next how, weekend. how are you navigating that? It's actually it's the third game between the schools. While well, we've both been at the schools, and we're one and one because we beat them at home here. Yeah, they beat us in the ACC game. So it's a lot on the line. There's a lot on the line. We've been, we'll be calling about it. We've been calling about it. I, we'll see if I text him the ga- day of just to see, uh, depending on the outcome of the game. We'll see. Uh, now, is he going to come up for the game? I, I don't think he is. I, I really want him to come up and see the campus, but mm-hmm. as, as far as I know, he's, he's not. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll change his mind, but I know. Mm-hmm. But also, a lot of my friends from back home definitely be up here. A lot of people I recognize will be up here, and that'll be kind of wild. And I'd love to show them just how good Notre Dame football is. Yes, on and off the field, right? Oh, yeah. Clemson be bringing a band. I think they will be. So, but your, but your brother doesn't play in the band. He doesn't play mm-hmm. in the high school and the the Clemson band. And I don't even know if I know people in the band right now at Clemson. But I definitely have had friends play with them. But yeah, that would be super cool to see just the Clemson band. Because I actually, my senior year of high school, they did a senior day where I played with the Clemson band, and now oh, I'm wow. seeing them from the other side. Oh wow! Cool. Oh okay! Wow! Yeah. Okay! Well, and, and do you know? I think you. You know some players, I think? On the team, yeah. A couple of guys from my, I guess, my senior class are walk-ons on the team. And so they didn't play a lot last time we played them. But some of them might actually get some reps this wow. game, which would be I'm super cool just to see them. Like, I, I know Davo Sweeney, his son was on my flag football team in high school, which is just crazy. Like, I know, I know the Clemson team pretty well just because I'm from there. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. This doesn't affect your allegiance to Notre Dame, though, right? Not at all. I'm, 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 I'm 100% for Notre, Notre yeah. Dame for this. We, we deserve it. We need, we need that win. We need so. that win. We need the win. We need it for the kids. For the, for kids. the kids. Now, you know, I'm sorry. I, ha- I have to describe it this way. But the sun is setting on your time in the band here. That's true. You know, but uh, do you have any words of wisdom for those out there who might be knowing someone who's going to be applying to Notre Dame and 
might one day try out for the band. Why would someone be a, should why should someone try out for the band? I mean, like, why add more to your plate? I mean, <laughs> you're a Notre Dame student, isn't that enough? Oh no, you got to be a member of the band too. I mean, are you showing off? Is it, or is there something greater here than that? It truly is one of the best communities I have on I have on campus. Just like from day one of band camp, it was the same time I was meeting all the Steads guys. I was meeting the band people too, and they've just been through and through the people I've spent pretty much the most time with and just have really like lifted me up through hard times and just been there for me the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's just so incredibly fun going to Las Vegas. The kids who are in the band now mm-hmm. get to go to Dublin next year for the game. Mm-hmm. I won't get to because I'll be graduating. I know. There's, it there's always so gets better many, after you leave. So true. It's and, amazing. Yeah. But there's so many amazing opportunities being in the band. So I've, I've loved it. I think people should try it if they can. Yeah. Okay. I'll go there, Bobby. Is there any place... You don't like going when you play in the band. You know, is there any place on campus, or oh. any place you know off campus? Any other, like, oh God, I don't want to go there because because you know I, I don't I don't know if our listeners know, but you know you just don't play at football games. Then you also now play at other events. You know, like there's sometimes soccer, sometimes track. I assume <laughs> you know curling maybe. I wish you may be an intramural game or two. <laughs> You know, like, is it, or, or is it maybe like, I, I can't stand when we go play or when this other team comes in and do we have, do you have to go make peace? Do you have to go talk to them and say, hey, welcome to Notre Dame and, you know, give them a, a you know, a, a chocolate something, <laughs> bonbon? Some people do. I guess I would say my least favorite, I guess, uh, other band is the, when the USC band comes here to campus. They mm. just, they, it's always a night game and they're wearing those dumb sunglasses, yeah. even though it's nighttime, they just can't see anything. So we, we, we try to avoid them. Actually, the last time... I like, last, I like, I like fan <laughs> rivalry, man. The, the last time rivalry. USC was here, they were marching towards the stadium, and we were walking back from one of our events, and we made sure to just walk really slowly, so they were just kind of standing there for a long time. <laughs> Couldn't get to their destination because the Notre Dame band was lollygagging. We did a little thing. So. Are, are, we, are we sending a team to USC this year? Unfortunately not. It's like over Thanksgiving, and we, we never send uh, team sure. bands to that. But I, I think we should send more away games, because, you know, the team always does better when the band's there. Of course. I Hands down, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we got to have, like, a committed, you know, core band detachment. That goes would everything. I would be part of it. Yeah, I, 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 we'd make you like a three-star general. You know? <laughs> the itinerant We're, band. Yes. yes. <laughs> power vested in me by St. Edward's Hall. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had the power to make fire chiefs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? So we have the power to make a band chief. Yes. You know? Let's do it. So, uh, oh, my gosh. Well, uh, those are funny little things. You know, Bobby likes rivalries and all that stuff. And, Good. you know, that's I like that. You know, especially with USC, make them stand around. Make them wait. Oh, know? yeah. That's you what know? we try to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I, I like that. Keep that up, kid. Yeah. Keep that up. And that's, that's, that's a more entertaining story than going over and having fun with the BYU band. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's what John was talking <laughs> about. And we, yeah. uh, we didn't talk to the BYU That doesn't make for good podcasts. The yeah. good podcast is it's the like, rivalry. It's yes. like Smurf Village. Everything's Smurfy. You, <laughs> exactly. You want some you know, heartache, disappointment. Yeah, exactly. Smackdown, that's what he wants. He wants a big <laughs> WWE uh, showdown. You know, that's and, what I was raised on. You know? <laughs> I was raised on The Rock. Hulk Hogan. I was raised on Hulk you know? Hogan, The Rock, Stone Cold, yeah, Steve Austin. Yeah. You know? Oh, my my gosh. Okay, so what is going to be your last moment doing anything musically with the band here? Do you know? Is, when do you play your final note? Final note? <laughs> final note in Notre Taps. Dame. Taps. <laughs> so when do we play Taps for you? The final note in Notre Dame Stadium is going to be at the BC game, which my parents and actually my older brother I think will be here for okay. too, which will be awesome. But we play... Actually, it's the Veterans Day game this year, which is kind of weird. So we're playing like the Armed Forces March and Stars and Stripes oh. Forever, and then the seniors all get to go to the front of the field while everyone else plays the alma maters for us, which I think will be a really sweet moment. Wow. But hopefully my last note I play with the band will be at whatever bowl game we're going to, because mm-hmm. we're on the road to six wins for making a bowl <laughs> game right true. now. That's true. Wow. Uh, yeah. Huh. Do you know... Um, Speaking of a sweet moment, we had a sweet moment here before Nathaniel came in. That's true. That that pumpkin spice moon pie. We, we had a little <laughs> snack break between interviews, and we had some pumpkin spice moon pies, and Father Ralph's words were, hmm, not bad. 
Right? So yeah, Father know, Ralph is right? coming, coming around. I'm just He's trying to be polite. The you know? Pumpkin spice. You know, pumpkin spice and everything nice. Uh, it wasn't bad, I'll admit. I wasn't bad. But you know what else is really nice? Is that they do that high honor for you yeah. um, at the end of the at the end of the game. That's I'm really nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's so funny, you know, it's so easy to say thank you, but we have to say thank you to you. And please share our, th- our gratitude to the band. Of course. That you got, that's a lot of dedication. You guys have to do a lot of practice. You've got to do oh, yeah. more practice than we know. And then you've got to travel. And then you've got to put up with all the other antics of other bands and other fans and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But you know what? When the, when the team is playing, let me tell you, it's just not the same without you. I agree. So thank you, so you for everything fun. that you do. Play like you've never played before. Yes, sir. <laughs> and we'll be in the stands cheering you on, Nathaniel. Amazing. Yeah. Nathaniel, thank you and congratulations. And enjoy these final final few weeks as a member of the Nerd Aim marching band. Yeah, go out on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, don't you like that, Nathaniel? I do. I do. Yeah, it was a wonderful interview. I know. You know what? I, I tell you, it's amazing. Uh, what he's done and the rivalry that he has to put up with, you know, on and off the field. Uh, See, you're getting into the band rivalry. From well, the, I know you're rubbing off on me, Bobby. You know, yeah, we you started know, with John, went on to Nathaniel. You know what, Bobby? You know what I'm going to tell you? Why don't you go get some Dunkin' Donuts coffee? I would love to. <laughs> it could be Mission Impossible. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> anyway, we got to move on. Now we got to go to good news and weather with Nikolai. Nikolai. Oh, welcome back. Uh, I'm, so, yes. I'm so excited. I can't wait. We have a lot of good news. There, when it rains, it pours. Oh, it sure does. Yeah. So we just, uh, last week was Founders Week, so it was fantastic to just wrap that up and just... Folks, you can't see it, but Nikolai has a, a glow, a smile. Him. The smile a on smile my face. smile and a glow. The founder really, really did <laughs> smile on you. There's a renewed oh. spirit in St. Edward's Hall. Oh, Indeed my gosh. There is. Yeah, Indeed. so we, it was a French theme, so that was even more of an interesting... Uh, yes, it was like we, we. just... We oui, oui, oui. Ooh la la. So uh, he's referring to our dance. We had a French theme to it, and uh, I dressed up as the emperor... From Star Wars, and someone said, "Why?" I said, "Because I can." <laughs> so what you get when you're the rector? Because I can, and one day we're going to have a Star Wars theme party. I tell you, before I leave, <laughs> we're going to have a Star Wars theme party. Oh, when, when you, now when we say it was a French theme, what was the actual theme? The theme was uh, promenade, Paris promenade, Paris promenade. So, yeah, it was it was it was great. So the so speaking of France, we just had an incredible Founders Week, but study abroad applications are due. So that's kind of where it's a little bit of stress in the hall because you know they won't be coming back next semester if they get accepted to wherever they're off to. So oh, sure, yeah. Wait, next semester? You mean next? Like yeah, next year. Next year yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, next next year, year and then or the summertime. So they have either option to just. Say hello or say goodbye to Steads for now, but it's always a home. Well, 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 Nikolai, you're not telling us, are you studying abroad? Well, good. There's another piece of good news. You do not have to worry. I will be. I am not filling out an application. Okay, so I that is be, good news. Uh, Bobby. Great news. I will That's be back. News. Don't you worry. Fantastic news. <laughs> oh my god. Oh gosh. Phew. Are many guys look? Where, where are the guys typically looking to go though? Popular locations: spring. A lot. Every guy yeah. is spring and spring. and uh, Dublin and. Yeah, Dub- Dublin and uh, the UK, so England. So. Yeah, yeah, so all English speaking. That's where I, I went to London. When I was <laughs> yes. a junior. Yeah, smart choice. Yeah, great, yeah it was a great experience. Do you know? Um, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. You got the good news. Oh my gosh! So it, it'll it'll be a bit of sad news to say yeah. goodbye for a semester or a year for when they go away, but they'll be back home soon enough. They'll be back home soon enough. Yes, and all we ask, folks, is that they send a postcard. That's all. Yeah, we that's ask. all we ask. Yeah. You know, and one time someone back in the day when you could go to Russia did go to Russia, and I get this picture. I'm not joking. I get this picture of Red Square, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, he sent me a postcard," and I I wonder if he said what I thought I, I would write. And sure enough, I turned over and he wrote from Russia with, with love. love. <laughs> 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 That's oh all we ask folks is a postcard. That's all we want. I mean, yeah. if, if we get postcards, we should start reading them on the show. Yeah, we will. We will. That'd, that'd we will. Be great. Send we it in. We put, them on the, we put them on the blog. We'll put them on the podcast. Yeah. You heard it yeah. here first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing, I they take take their St. Edward's Hall flag and they display it right across yes. some landmark. Well, all mm. we need to do, folks, is you need to take a picture of that, but you do have to remember to take the flag back with you. Because <laughs> we were just remarking, talking about last night, how many Stead's flags are left in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> so We make our 
mark on the world, that's and, for sure. Yes, and we left it. Go ahead. And, you know, we got some more good, well, yeah, good news. Yeah. So we got a new neighbor coming in next year. The university has finally uh, decided what they're going to oh, do. Oh, so they, so they announced who's going to be the neighbor over exactly. in Swing Hall. So it'll be VP. Uh, Zom Hall. So some are calling it ZP next year. So that uh, will be our new neighbor. So 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 uh, the defunct Zom Hall now is host to the hall that's having their hall renovated. So BP Breen Phillips yep. is going to move in there now. While that's going to be an interesting invitational. Oh my I gosh! Guess. Yeah, it's great you bring that up because it'll because we play every year now with the our yeah. next door neighbor. We're going to play. We're going to play it up as we should. Wow. So it'll be good. I'm actually excited. You know what? Because we've had Soren, which was n- not the best neighbor. And no. Alumni, which is okay. I mean, we're kind of indifferent. And I'm excited to get a change yeah. next year with BP. Well, alumni, they've been very nice. You know, can't I can't complain. Well, I can't but complain. Nothing yeah. to write home about. No. No, they didn't come over with a bun cake. You know what I'm saying? Not, say? not no. yet. You're still early. We did have that struggle at the start of the year where we had the... The band member park in front of our, our That's parking true. <laughs> our driveway. We've moved on from that. Yeah. We, have, we have moved on. You can only go up from yes, there. That's right. Bobby, Bobby, I love that. Tossing the grenade in there. <laughs> stir the pot. <laughs> Bobby does that. You know, I want to see blood. I want to see <laughs> Yeah, but he won't be here to clean up after it. Oh, exactly. No, no. The broken bodies. <laughs> he leaves it all for fending for ourselves, Father Ralph. <laughs> That's right. Broken <laughs> glass. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, I got some good news of my own. Ooh. If I, if I make myself bold is to toss it out there. Um, the good news is that North Dining Hall has reopened the dish return oh my by the shed's table. It's incredible. Literally, they're, they're, everyone's like, they keep going the wrong way thinking they've got to go the far direction. And I'm like, no, no, no. W- welcome back. Welcome <laughs> back. Yeah, so our guys don't have to walk a mile I know, it's to drop so off nice. their, their, their plates. But doesn't this mean fewer steps then? I mean, Nikolai I, it's, shared it's, this as good I, news, well, though. He spun it. You know, you know he what, Bobby? Bobby, Bobby stop trying to... Try, <laughs> stirring the pot again! You're stirring the pot again, <laughs> Bobby. You're stirring the pot. Let's focus on the... Oh, my Accentuate gosh. the positive. Yeah. Eliminate well, the all, negative. Like, glass half full. Oh, uh, yeah. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby don't, don't rain our prey here. Don't rain our prey. <laughs> I'm just trying to analyze this. No, you're not, no you're, not, you're not just <laughs> yeah. trying anything. Yeah. No. If you were at the dining hall and we had to walk that mile, you'd feel the same I mean, sometimes you can trip and fall. Oh I mean, my you know, gosh! You fall on a you know some slip. You know someone drops some lemonade, <laughs> a banana and, peel, and banana peel. Off you go. You know and cause a scene in the dining hall. And who wants to be clapped at? <laughs> what I would say, what I would say about the dining hall, which is really nice, is is that since we don't have trays anymore and you have to carry all those plates and stuff, it really is a convenience exactly. to get stuff over there. Because when we went up to dinner at the Oak Room, Bobby, and you remember how idiotic. It was trying to get food up there. You just couldn't do it. Oh. Like, oh. Father Ralph, I disagree. I thought that was a lovely experience. Starting you, Bobby, are you having amnesia? I mean, it was like you were a few bit oh, mad. No, you know? no, no. I'm anyway, I mean, like to play devil's advocate here. But. Well, you see, uh, bring, yeah, this is what he does all the time. Spicy uh, Bobby. Um, you know, so I, I think that's great news. Oh, my gosh. I think it's great news. You know what else is good news? Lay it on us. Apparel is in. Oh. And I mean, the apparel that people have been waiting for, the Under Armour stuff is in. Wow. The bathrobes are in. The bath. Oh my gosh. Bathrobes. Folks, we got bathrobes. We were for, sipping, for on the, sipping with our huge, incredible new coffee machine and yeah. the bathrobes and the bathrobes, Greg. You could, you could read the Wall Street Journal and, you know, oh you can lounge gosh. around like uh, Maynard Keynes, you know, <laughs> and, you know and make your trades and make <laughs> your money before noon. That's but, right. You know, uh, we got that in. We got the, the all this stuff is in, and and it's in just in time because the weather is changing. Oh, it is. You know, so the funny thing is, if you notice, Stead's is the first hall to have all of its hall apparel for fall all out. Fall gears in, and you can see us a mile away. Why? Because it's just that sharp. It's freaking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a bunch of girls come ask me. It's like. How do you get your apparel done? Where do you get it? <laughs> said, oh, wouldn't you like to know? That's a trade wouldn't secret. Like, I can't tell you. I'm oh taking it to the grave. I, but anyway, I don't want to cut you off. Do you have well, any other good news? No. You know what the good news is? The weather's still going to be good well, this yeah. another well, seven I mean, day. Well, I think now it's time for weather with Nikolai. Oh, Nikolai, tell us about the weather. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, the weather, we are in for a good store this week. Mm-mm. Highs of the, like, upper 60s. Oh. We got maybe one or two days of rain, but we'll be we okay. Need we we'll need it. We'll need it. Exactly. And then lows in the 40s, so 
Yeah. So, sweater weather. No, yeah. I don't get that winter coat out yeah. yet. Keep it, keep it in the storage. Just for now. yeah, just enough to wear your Stids exactly. varsity crew neck. Oh my gosh! Or yes. hoodie. Of course, exactly. Yeah. Or dry fit long sleeve. Or even the bathrobe. The, even the bathrobe. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> You know, there's, by the way, speaking of the bathroom, there's some guy walking around on campus. There's one that wears a green cape and one that wears a red cape. Oh, my gosh. It's, I, don't, I don't even know what to say. There's even a guy that wears a skull mask for Halloween. I hope it's just for Halloween. Well, but that just, is too, yeah. <laughs> there's a guy Hello. that literally walks the dining hall in a skull mask and a full black outfit trying to maybe scare people. Who knows? Or, wow. Well, maybe okay, that's... Well. That's yeah. why we now have a short walk to the dish return, so we don't have to <laughs> hopefully cross paths. Note to self, don't go to the North Dining Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Steer clear. They have Southwest salads. <laughs> Can I get it to go? <laughs> All right. Well, Nikolai, thank you for that good news and weather with Nikolai. Nikolai, thank you. Thank Wonderful. you. You know, Bobby, it's that time of the show again. It's that time. We it's have to say time. thank you. We have to say thank you to John. Nathaniel, yeah. Nikolai, for all that great news and yeah. weather. And we've got to say thank you to you, Bobby, for showing back up here again. You know? Well, thanks we for thought we got kicked to the curb. We, we thought we got left. You know, you went out for cigarettes at the corner store or get milk, and, you know, like, you went out and you never came back. No, but no, I'm no. going to get coffee at Dunkin'. No, yeah. no, no. And I, and I listened to the show I missed. You know, it was a great show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but, uh, but I appreciate having me back. Yeah, and well, good to have you back. Feels good to be back in back at home, back in the swing, and yeah. make this final this final second half push here. Yeah, I'm glad that you're able to get out of all of that you know energy, that destructive bloodlust that you have. <laughs> no. You don't want to see broken bodies. I don't. Blood, I, I don't want to see glass. blood or broken. Oh yeah, you do, Bobby. I it's just okay. like you know. Don't a little, worry. A you're among friction. friends. A little friction oh, yeah, a little, causes fire. Unfortunately, a, lo- a little friction goes a long way around here. <laughs> That's you know, true. All it is is a bunch of t- tinder around here, and it could go up in a in a flame. You know, you should know. St. Ed's caught fire one time. We could <laughs> oh, catch fire again. And I'm not talking like you know in a Hunger Games sort of way, but. Uh, Catching fire, remember? Yeah, no, I, I got you. Okay, I got you. Okay, okay. That was pretty good. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I want to say thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you uh, for listening to us today. Um, and if you like our stories, well, you know what? The good news is we got more stories coming your way. So you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. I'm Father Ralph with my co-host Bobby Weltner, and you've been in the Red Room.